Blog Talk Radio. trying to give uh Judy the space to come in. Oh actually Judy Judy is not with us today. Oh damn I'm calling in on the wrong day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Judy's not here. Judy's in uh Viva Las Vegas. Well don't say right I didn't now. try. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy Vinoy aka Mr. R and crazy. This is like a classic moment right here. Right? I feel like this would have been the one show she would have loved to be on, right? Right? And then what's crazy, watch when she, when she knows, when she finds out that you're listen, on. I, I, listen, <laughs> I did my one time. Have you ever, you know, I, I might just have to go back to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was good, though. Thank you, everybody, good. for tuning in. How was your weekend? My weekend was great. The weekend was great. Blessed. No complaints. How's them babies? Man, they're beautiful. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, my weekend was pretty, pretty decent. Um, 
that song that played in the beginning, look, Lapita Nyong'o, that's off my mixtape. Got got something working on something for that song that I'm excited about and looking forward to everybody um, witnessing for it. Um, mm. So just remember that Lapita Nyong'o off the Mevin mixtape. I am Hollywood.com. You can download. Yeah, it for hard, free. Yeah, I love it. It's one of my favorites. Um, it just sounds real like Brooklyn. There's something about the instrumentation on it and everything. It's like. Right. If I had my way, I would probably get like Jay Z to be on it, like a remix or song. It's not like, like a Jay record song that he would be on. Yeah, yeah, for real. I agree. Um, but um, Judy, like I said, is in Vegas, but the show must go on. Uh, what are we talking about today? We talking about uh, Cardi B had her baby. The name. I don't know if anybody's really surprised at the name. No celebrity names their babies regular names anymore. Uh, we're talking about this guy, Shane Holland, who was forced to leave his own pool. You know how you live in a certain apartment complexes have a pool? Yeah. Uh, so he's there chilling, and he was basically was, well, I don't know if, if it officially led to him leaving, but they were trying to make him leave in the, in the clips I've seen. Basically questioning his residency, questioning that he even lived there. It's just crazy. Wow. And is yeah, um Kylie Jenner, she's on the cover of Forbes magazine. She's set to be a billionaire by next year. Um the issue and what makes this blog worthy is the fact that Forbes called her the youngest self made billionaire. A lot of people have an issue <laughs> with the term self made so talking about that, uh, Tamar Braxton versus Tank. They had some some words, some exchanges on um, Instagram. Talking about that, but mm-hmm. let's kick it off with the uh, question of the day, like we do. And once again, for anybody listening, if at any point you want to chime in on any topic we're talking about, call us up six four six seven one six eight five four four or press one. If you happen to be on the line already, give us your two cents. Uh, question of the day. What is the best gift you ever received? And it doesn't have to be material. But no. I feel like at this point to answer any uh, answer that question with anything other than saying my baby is just like right. blasphemous. I can't even exactly. <laughs> think about that. No. <laughs> It's like what is what else is there to say? Right, what else is there, man? What, 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 what's yours? Right. I'm interested to know because you 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 missed the gift giver, so. Uh, I mean, the best. Uh, see, this could go a, a whole nother way that I'm not gonna go. Listen, remember it's a family show, my brother. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I'm not gonna go that way. <laughs> Because the thought that first came to my mind, especially when I was thinking not materialistic, but um, I want to say the best gift I ever received was probably my laptop. It's material, but it, it was the best because it was completely unexpected. Like, you know, you know how it is. Like, if you're usually the one that's like, um, 
going the extra mile, thinking in, of 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 things to give people or, or gifts or whatever that they may mm-hmm. really wanted. Like you the type that listen to what people saying in regular everyday conversations and then pop up with whatever they need, blah blah blah. I'm usually that person, and I think it probably was for Christmas or or my birthday. I can't remember which one, but like I don't really get shit and don't really even expect it. But the day that I got the laptop and it was something I really wanted, the MacBook, I was just like, what? so that that right there was like <laughs> probably the best gift for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I actually I'm just thought about this month. Hold on one second. I, I give a, I give a, an honorable mention since I can't um, yeah go over the board. But I did receive. <laughs> you just reminded me. I was working with this producer once, and um, this was like early early in my uh, music career. And I was uh-huh. working with the, the guy, and I guess at the time, they used to have, like, he used to have three, I think he probably had three, or no, he had two laptops in the studio. And one right. of them was kind of like an old laptop he didn't really use anymore. So every time uh-huh. I'd come in, I would, like, you know, go on the laptop and pretty much just be doing stuff on that laptop while he was making the, while he was probably mixing or, you know, working with the stuff that we were doing. And yeah. he used to say, like, all the time, like, damn, like, you know, that, that might as well be yours. So the day that we actually locked the studio down, we, he, he moved from that location. The day we locked the studio down, he asked me to go in and, like, you know, put the key card and some in the in the booth so that the owner of the spot could get it. So when I went in there, he's just like, I'm on the phone with him, and he's like, um, yeah, and there's a bag under the, um, you know, under the the table. And he goes, yeah, that bag is yours, right? So when I look in the bag, it's a laptop <laughs> that I've been using all this time. And he's just like, you know, I wanted you to have it. And I feel like that was a dope gift, not because of what it was, but just the, the significance. Yeah. You know. It was death. Like, he probably don't realize that it was a it was a big thing, but it meant a lot to me. So, right. That was dope. Yeah, that was dope for um, I'm going to read a response from uh, Instagram with love uh, said Unex- unexpected promotion and pay, ingre- and pay increase after being on the job for four months. That's lit. You said after eight months of what? She was on the job for only four months and she got an unexpected promotion and pay increase. That was the best mm. gift she ever received. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's lit. Um, once again, I'll read more responses throughout the show, but we're going to get into what's hot in the blogs. And if anybody want to chime in, give you two cents, call us up, 646-716-8544, or press 1. Uh, let's talk about Cardi. <laughs> Cardi and Offset. Cardi had her baby, baby girl, whom they've named Culture, with a K. Culture, Kiari. Cephas. Cephas is Offset's last name. Culture, a lot of people saying they use the K because Cardi's blood and, you know, she's always replacing the C's with the K with other letters, like <laughs> congratulations and shit like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Offset is a part of the Migos. You know, they had an album named Culture, was it? Wasn't it Co- called Culture? Culture and Culture. And Kiari is actually Offset's first name, his his birth name. 
So she's basically named after the dad. It's just they added the culture in the beginning. Does this surprise you? Did you when you seen the name? I mean, I I I wasn't um. Honestly, to be to be honest, it really didn't. Uh, I, I didn't really. Um, I don't want to say it like to be funny, because I don't even <laughs> I, I don't even mean it like that. But I really didn't care. Right. And it's not because you know I don't care about Cardi. I think she's a dope artist. I think Offset is definitely talented. I think them actually might be sort of the most talented artists in music right now. But I just feel like. I don't know. I the names didn't really. It wasn't a. I was surprised, and it wasn't a. I thought it was like a good thing. I didn't think it was a bad thing. I just didn't really. Just didn't care. It was like okay. Yeah, I probably was doing something though. crazy. I, I was probably doing something else at the moment, but yeah, it didn't really. That's not. That's not really a bad thing, because it's like, um, some people just don't. It's like whatever, like. Um, right, right. Yeah, and a lot of people. You know, I think I, th- I think nowadays because people don't, a lot of people have opinions on things, and they expect mm-hmm. everybody to have an opinion on something. And especially because we have a show, we can't like not have opinions on right. things. But I really just can't even tell you how I felt learning that the name was, you know, uh, Kia. I think I was more surprised to learn that that was Offset's name, Kiari, um, yeah. Cephas. I, you know, yeah. sometimes you think about rappers and you would think, like, when you hear their name, it's like, damn, does that name match? But that, that's just a yeah. weird name. That's always a shock, but, I mean, shock value when you hear um, right. rappers who used aliases as far as we've known them. You mm-hmm. find out their real name. It's like, what? But yeah, so, um, what's, what's crazy is how a lot of people are like, Posting pictures of random babies that's not even their baby and saying wow. it's their baby is like, son, y'all got nothing better. <laughs> like, you know what? Some of these kids don't have anything better to do. Like, it's summertime. These kids are off. <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Cardi's probably gonna reveal the baby on a reality show that she's working on with Mona Scott. It kind of documented her pregnancy, so that's probably mm-hmm. when everybody's gonna see the baby. So y'all can stop posting these random kids. Um, you know what I did think was dope. I'm sorry. I just, nah, I just, go ahead. Like, what I did think was dope was the fact that they named the baby Culture, right? And I felt this maybe like the day after I heard it, because mm-hmm. I think. That if anybody, anybody's uh, union at this point would be a part of like hip hop culture, but this generation it would be Cardi B and uh, Offset. Mm-hmm. I feel like their daughter is like a perfect representation of uh, the marriage of like hip hop culture right now. I mean, Gucci yeah. and his girl is like a thing as well, but I don't feel like. It's not as big or as dynamic because people don't know Gucci's girl outside of her being his girl as much as people know Cardi B for being outside of their relationship. Yeah. So I think I think it's dope that like their daughter could even represent hip hop culture, and I think she could actually, being who her parents are and where they are in their careers right now. Definitely. 
who get this motherfucker started? Um, but yeah, congratulations to them. Let's move on to uh, Shane Holland. You might not know the name. You may have heard the story. He's a black guy, young man who was kicked out of his pool recently. He lives in Indianapolis, and he's chilling by the pool. Just left the gym, and an off-duty um, IMPD cop comes over. She's working as pool security. I didn't even know. I mean, I know cops sometimes take, you know, like work security for certain events off the scene, but an apartment complex, you, Mm -hmm. I guess, whatever. So she's there and he's the only black person at the pool and she approaches him. Why? Because she doesn't think he belongs there because this is a, I don't want to say upscale, but rent is he said he paid sixteen hundred and who knows if that's a one bedroom studio or whatever. So she probably looked and felt, hmm, he don't look like he could afford this rent here. Like let mm-hmm. me go question him and see what he's doing here. So he goes up to him and asks him if he lives there. He tells her, Yeah, she proceeds to ask him what's his address and like anybody, I'm not giving you my address. Like what? You're not even you don't even look like a cop. You ain't identify yourself or anything. He don't want to give her the address, so of course now it escalates. Um, I, I got a clip I want to play, and then I'm gonna ask you um, about what you think and explain more. But this is the interaction that he had with her and the apartment manager. There's gonna be breaks in between because the way it was edited, but you can hear what the exchange was about. Let's get it. You know how many black people die because of, of officers? I'm just... We got another police officer after I showed her my key to her and walked up here and tried to kick me out of my own goddamn pool. I pay $1,600 in rent. What's your badge number? That's my question. Hold up. First of all, the question that you asked me was, do I live here? I said yes. Then you asked me what my address was. I showed you my key. What more of a conversation needs to be held? You want me. Why do I have to leave my pool? Did I? She don't live here. Do you live here? But for what? But for why am I leaving? I literally have been sitting here not doing. Literally just got over here. But you, you, I feel threatened. Honestly, I feel. I don't feel like I'm. I have my key right here. I'm showing you my key. I don't know you. I don't know you. Why am I giving you my address? Cause you have a piece of paper and a badge. I'm. I'm cool. I'm, oh, I've literally been, I haven't bothered anybody that said a word to anybody. I literally just sat over here. I left the gym. I'm trying to cool off. Like, what the hell? I, I don't understand. I just showed you my key. I showed you my key. I showed you my key. I sh- you're going to take my key out of my hand now? All right, well, you're going to give me another one. You're going to give me another one then. I'm not going to give, I'm not leaving. Why am I leaving? I literally, I just paid my rent to be here for the next month. At least the next month. You know what I mean? Black people die because of, of officers. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, seriously. I'm not talking about you specifically. I don't know you. I'm not telling you where I live. Oh, I was going to walk over there. I thought y'all was close. So I was going to get it tomorrow. But, like, I, don't, I mean, this is, like, I don't, I, I just don't feel like I'm welcome. You know what I mean? And nobody said nothing can. 
like music breaks because it was um a video created by this company called now this you've probably seen them online so in mm-hmm. between they were showing like words and facts about what was going on but um you familiar with this before i play that oh uh, this is my first time hearing about it okay what you think now that you're here so i think it's one of those situations where i don't know that based on the complex's policy mm-hmm. that the security guard was out of line for asking for his address or mm-hmm. asking if he lived there. I definitely think it's, you know, racial uh, bias was mm-hmm. the, the reason why she asked him. Um, and I think that's the type of thing that makes it so difficult to prove because I think with a situation like this, they could probably jump behind their, uh, you know, guidelines and their code right. and their whatever. Policies. And, right, their policies, exactly. And for me, I feel like that's like, you know, it's just one of those things, like I said, it's just difficult to prove racial uh, bias on. But I will say, you know, this, is, this should just be uh, an example of how although sometimes we might go into different places and even if we're not speaking a certain way or we're not, you know, talking a certain way or acting a certain way, it doesn't mean people are going to look at you any differently. You know, I think it's like, um, it's, it's, it's sad because they have, they have a lot of, um, history in history. There, there've been a lot of cultures and societies that have been built, uh, by the people for the people. And being that those uh, societies or, you know, civiliz- uh, not civilizations, but townships, I guess, have been destroyed either uh, physically or just structurally from the inside, court, you know, that type of stuff. Um, I think it discourages people from that idea of having a place where you don't have to deal with this type of stuff. But... I feel like now, you know, in 2018, we might be, we might have people who might be thinking like that. So I encourage those people who probably are thinking like that to, you know, maybe even if you're reaching, you're listening to this, or you might know somebody who, who is on that wavelength and reach out to them so we can kind of promote that maybe on this show. Because I feel like this is the type of stuff where, for me, I don't necessarily care too much that, you know, racist. Uh, people or people who are prejudiced or people who are you know stereotyping black people are in positions like this ladies in in these type of places I feel like it's more important for us to create our own spaces uh, where people can be comfortable you know so we don't have to uh, make these people rich anymore make the people who look at you a certain way uh, make their pockets fat. I feel like if we have the resources, if we have the knowledge, if we have the the community to do it and the space to do it, then we should, you know, look into those options. Just my message to to 
like-minded uh, individuals, should I say? But I just I, I feel like this is like, it doesn't surprise me this situation. I'm interested to see how it's gonna go though. Yeah, what's crazy is is lately has been like this surge of events like this where, and they coming up with names for them now like Kermit Patty, Barbecue Becky, like the lady who called the cops because the um guys was barbecuing. The permanent patty lady called the cops on a young lady who was selling water um, outside of somewhere. I just seen another video of a lady calling the cops on um, a lady who was selling stuff. And it's just been like this surge. It's not even the first pool video I've seen. I've seen another one where um, this white man basically asked the only black family in the pool like if they bathed before they got in there. Like type of shit. And it's just like these things is like this surge and I don't know if it's just because of social media we've seen it more and it's been happening or if it's this new um, Trump age where a lot of people feel like effort like basically rearing their ugly heads these days more I don't know what it is but in this case the apartment manager what makes it so crazy she know the dude she knew him and it's almost like she was just trying to appease this off-duty cop by even asking him to leave just because he didn't want to give the off-duty cop uh his address like if anything you know him you're the apartment building manager whatever you know his address so if you wanted to you could have gave it to the cop if you felt the need so her asking him to leave Knowing him by face and name because she greeted him that way when she first walked up on the scene, it's kind of like crazy to me. So she was, um, Listen, she's on leave like now. Go ahead. Nah, uh, I was just gonna say she's on leave and pending the investigation, whatever, she could potentially be fired, blah blah blah. And there's no word on what, what's gonna go down with this off duty cop, but. What were you gonna say? I just feel like this is this is one of those situations where you have to realize that like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of truth behind the ideas that when you have people who are um, alike, mm-hmm. they tend to favor. Um, people who are like them if those people are in a situation with people who are not like them. Right. If it makes sense. And I think yeah, yeah, you know, that's something that that's something to be be very, very aware of in this time because it it, it might come down to that. And if it does come down to that, you wanna be you wanna align yourself with, with people who you know are gonna protect you. That doesn't make yeah. sense that like Somebody who works for this building, somebody who un- knows this guy, is right. allowing him to be harassed by somebody for the reason that he might not live there. If you have information that's going to help, why not? Or are you just not willing to enter into a confrontation um, for whatever reason? It's not. It's not that important to you. Or, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't get. I don't get why she wouldn't have said something other than you know. The obvious cliche, I guess, kind of reasons, but it is what it is. 
And she never even said officially why she was asking him to leave. Her response when he asked her why was, there's a sign that says I can ask anyone to leave at any point, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's what she told him. And in the same breath, tells him, oh, your mom's purse is in the office as well. Like, if you want, you can can grab it. That's what he said towards the end of the video. Like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, I thought you I was closed. I was going to come get come get it later, blah, blah, blah. Like, she knows him, knows his mom. Like, it just to try to get him to leave, like, oh, it, you want to get your mom's purse? Like, just like, I don't know. That shit is just, like, crazy. Like, you paying $1,600 a month in rent, and you can't even chill by your own pool. And you can't even have the the backing of the people you paying your money to, who knows you. Like you might as for well a lot be of people, homeless. it's just business. It's just business for a lot of people. That's it. Shit is out of line. Crazy. Um. So, like I said, she was suspended pending investigation. I don't know what what's going to go on with the cop. Likely nothing. But mm. at another point, too, random before we uh, move on, she uh, snatched his key out of his hand even, this cop. Because wow. he, at the point in the video where you hear him say, and I showed you my key, and I showed you my key, and I showed you my key. She snatches it, and he's like, oh, so you going to just take my key out of my hand now? Well, you're going to give me another one, blah, blah, blah. Like... Yeah. It's so crazy One thing about Police and I've always said this Like The last thing Or the worst thing you could do To a cop is embarrass them Especially in public Like they are gonna do Everything in their power to Get up some charge Even if it was nothing to be charged with Like they are gonna try to make your day A living hell now just because even if you ain't a right Embarrassing them And showing them how wrong They are They gonna retaliate And try to make it Something that it's not Even yeah, Which is sad and it's crazy Because it shouldn't be But I would argue that the one thing you could do Is touch them After you've embarrassed them <laughs> You should touch them. And that's that's considered in, in in a lot of cases that's considered battery. You know they have the uh, authority to bust your ass and not get right. realized for it. We've seen it. So the uh, building people released a statement said we are disappointed that we weren't able to handle this situation in a way in which everyone felt respected and understood. We should have communicated with all residents that we would have security on site who would be asking for proof of residency. We continue to evaluate how we can better communicate our policies in the future and ask that you reach out to us if you have any questions. Um, Please understand that we have policies that restrict what we can publicly share about specific residents. So I guess that's them trying to cover the lady by saying that he didn't have to say that he lived here. And it would actually been maybe an ethics violation 
to her to say that he lived there. And what mm-hmm. apartment it is. Like I said, with these, with these policies, it's difficult to, you know, hold, hold them accountable, but you know what it is. Right. Crazy. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens if he continues to. It should be some kind of like lawsuit behind this, right? Like harassment, something. Like, because mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to pay you another sixteen hundred dollars next month if I can't even chill by my pool without being harassed. Right. Nuts. Uh, let's move on. Sue, uh, Kylie Jenner, on the cover of Forbes. Next year, she's gonna be the youngest self-made quote-unquote billionaire, according to Forbes. Right now, she has a net worth of nine hundred million dollars, <laughs> and it's all stemming from her. Kylie Cosmetics, those lip kits that's super popular with all of the teens. The issue that a lot of people have is the term self-made because by definition, self-made is made by oneself or having become successful or rich by one's own efforts. I don't know if you qualify for that coming from a Kardashian, coming from the Kardashians. What you think? It's Kylie and self-made. Um, I think it's something that can be arguable mm-hmm. because I feel like if if I uh, let's say I start up a company, right? I take right. out a loan from you know the bank, start this company up, hire some people, um, use their ideas, get my business off the ground create millions of dollars and now I'm worth a billion right I would consider myself self-made right right I feel like with Kylie I don't know what her situation is but I would assume that she probably got money from her family to start up her company but (laughs) what would be the difference between getting money from your family and getting money from the bank if it's a loan right because if mm-hmm. I take a loan from the bank, it's damn near the same thing as her getting money from my sisters if she has to pay it back. You know, and if they help her with business ideas, that might be the same as me hiring people to work for my company and using their uh, manpower, their, their their ideas to create certain things for myself. So, like I said, it's arguable. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's one of those things where that's another one of those things that I don't even really care enough to like have much of an opinion on. Yeah. And I, I understand they're gonna, they're gonna try. and I don't know if um I don't know if she had to pay the money back to her mom, but I did read that her mom put up I forget how much, but she definitely um put up the money to start the uh company the Kylie Cosmetics. Um I was thinking, if anything, Kim is self-made. And she's not the millionaire. Um, She's not a billionaire. She's actually worth net worth way less than Kylie, like $300 million versus Kylie, $900 million. But Kim 
is the reason they are all even where they are because of her sex table raging. So Kim to me was more um, self-made, I guess. But I don't know. But the thing is though, because didn't I, I, I believe from what I remember hearing, her mom was the one who set up the deal with the company to sell the tape. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe so. You know, I I, I would say that if she did. Then. At the end of the day, Chris is and been the brains behind the whole operation as far as once we've known them. So I wouldn't be surprised if she did orchestrate that. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm just, I just say that to say that like you said. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that she was self-made. If I didn't, I would say that she was less self-made than Kylie, actually. Being that the mom, in my opinion, would have been the one with the business idea. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I don't know, you know, the backstory. So it might have been, she might have had the idea before the tape was made. So you never know. And my thing with. Because let's just take Oprah, for instance, someone who you know came from nothing and is now a billionaire. She's self-made. But that's the thing. You can look at Oprah. Like I said, the same way you look at Oprah, you might be able to look at Kylie because if Oprah took out a loan at some point, you know, and she was using money that wasn't hers to make things happen. It, it, it could kind of be the same principle But if you're talking from You know rags to riches Then that's something different I think maybe that's mm-hmm. what people are confusing it with Because they, yeah. you know, they, they're kind of Taking it to be, to mean From nothing to something But Yeah you know. Now I feel you I feel you And, and, I, and I, I see exactly What you're saying and it, And you have a point with it um, so I see where you where's arguable. <laughs> That's one of those words you can't say three times fast. By the way, I got information that Oprah didn't take out a loan, and she opted to buy her talk show mm-hmm. after being paid millions as a host. As a host. And let me explain my story because it's too much to write. <laughs> well, um, sorry, Stacy. What, what what Oprah said was that she ended up owning her talk show because at one point, you know, she was she was just uh, content with just being a host, and she became very successful with that. I guess she made I think she was offered millions of dollars just to host, and then mm-hmm. she wanted to do the cover purple. And her bosses were like, well, you can only take two weeks off, <laughs> you know, because she's wow. an employee. And she was like, what? This is like my dream job. You know, she prayed for the color purple. And so that's mm-hmm. one of her business associates were like, well, you know, maybe we should consider purchasing the talk show. So that's what got her even on that track. So Oprah's just been blessed with 
I don't know, just circumstances in life getting her where she is, but she worked towards that. Like she started as this a uh, reporter, like as a teenager and worked mm-hmm. her way up. So she's definitely self-made, you know, to a certain degree, but no one gets anywhere without any help. So, I mean, right. I think, you know, let's not misinterpret self-made. Everybody has help, mm-hmm. but, you know, it, like you said, I, I think you made a good point, Lenore, though. You know, with Kylie, her help is just her family. <laughs> so, you know, right. it is what it is. But, you know, but everyone, even self-made or not, gets some kind of help. But go ahead, sorry. Yeah. Guess that, yeah, you're right. It's, and it's it's just a thin line, I guess. Um, but... I mean, Oprah definitely came more from nothing than uh, Kylie, that's for sure. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, it, it, it depends on how you want to define self-made. Like, do you have to come from, you know, a poor background <laughs> to be and the thing- self-made or, or middle-class background to be self-made? I don't know. The thing also, I think... Um... It might be some type of, um, how can I put it, emphasis on the idea whether it be millions or billions is, uh, what's the mom's name? Is Chris, Chris Jenner, right? That's her name? Yeah. Is she a, is she a billionaire? No. No. <laughs> so that's probably what it is because she's Not the first she- billionaire. I believe she might be because she's the first billionaire in the family. She it, they they might consider it self-made. A self-made and, and I don't know why people as opposed to. And, and let me just emphasize: I don't know why people forget that. And I'm not talking about YouTube, but just in general, people forget that the Kardashians, the Kardashian, was their father. Their father was a lawyer, a, a very uh, successful lawyer, and was friends yeah. with O.J. Simpson. <laughs> they didn't Rob, right? come from. They, they weren't born poor. It's not like all of a sudden Kim Kardashian did a tape and now they got some money. They were born yeah. into a certain amount of wealth. So you know, I right. don't know why people forget about their father <laughs> and the, and the well, you know what that it is? he had and the success he had. So let's not forget that as well. But Jenner is not. Uh, she's not connected to him. I think it was what's his name, Robert Kardashian. That's not yeah. her father, but yeah. you know she's still Chris's mother. I mean, she's still Chris's daughter, who was married to uh, yeah. the Kardashian. So, go ahead. Well, you know what the thing is too, and it's something that, I, and it's interesting too because I have to. Uh, I, I'm, I'm actually glad that I'm able to say speak on it, on this show about it, um, because I feel like this this show kind of documents a lot of a lot of things, and I believe that you know years down the line, if people don't even hear it now, when they do actually get to hear it. Is gonna be meaningful, but um, I think it's kind of the idea that you know just just growing up a certain way, you know you you get to think um a certain way or you get you get a certain type of mindset, and although she might not have been you know uh Kardash- the Kardashians' daughter, just having the mom who was you know thinking that way, business minded before she was born could have gave her certain insights and certain things that she implemented in her business when she was able to, you know, get old enough to do it. So, you know, it's, it's really, I think it's really a matter of uh, training young children 
in a way where you kind of teach them to be business minded as opposed to hoping that they'll pick it up or, you know, expecting them to, to go to high school and get it or go to college for it. A lot of these things are like, you know, innate characteristics that they have to learn at such a young age that, you know, people kind of overlook it at, at such a young stage in their life. But it's really important to teach your children, you know, the value of money and the importance of, you know, credit and all that type of stuff. And if I can add, um, what Kylie is doing is what she's supposed to do. You're supposed to take your family, the next generation, is supposed to do better than the previous generation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, so what she's doing is commendable, it's wonderful. You know, she's taking it to the next level. Now, there's other debates about whether she's using black culture and all that to, to get rich off of, but, you know, that's not what we're talking about here. But just as an individual, I think it's great that she's doing better than her parents. So why not? And her father was an uh, Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> so, right. you know, they, they, they yeah. come from success. So I, I don't know why uh, people forget that about the Kardashians and the Jenners. They come from access and success. But well, that's the thing. I, don't, I think that's actually the next why. I think that might level. be actually why people are so up in arms about it is because they know they come from that. So it's just like, yeah. how could you say it's yourself made? You know? But like I said, I think the idea of it being a billion makes sense. You know, she's a self-made billionaire because realistically, anybody who is a millionaire, you know, if you're living in America, since they one, your parents had some type of money. They've had, you know, a thousand dollars at one point in their life. So, if you take your parents a thousand days and you make a million, now you're a millionaire, you're a self-made millionaire. It doesn't mean that nobody else has money in your family. It doesn't mean that your parents couldn't have gave you $500 to start up your business. But just the idea, like I said, of it being a billion, I think that's why um, you can be considered self-made in terms of having a billion dollars because our family didn't have it before she made it. It's yeah, an interesting because, uh, idea, though. Yeah, because one last point I'll make is, even for myself, you know, I didn't grow up as rich as the Kardashians, but I did grow up with a family that had quite a bit of influence in a certain industry. Um, but mm-hmm. I would think that if I turned around and made a billion dollars, that's significantly more <laughs> than what my family has ever made. So I right, would right. feel like I accomplished something great <laughs> if that if something like that happened. But I'm not sure if people would look at me as self-made because of um, perhaps, you know, how, I, you know, I didn't grow up poor, per se, or even lower middle class. But, you know, it depends on how people look at that. It's, it's just interesting. Mm, right. Right. Yep. <laughs> well, that's still, like you said, up for the, um, we'll see how people, I mean, they don't really matter at the end of the day, but it is. Well, to us, it doesn't. Arguable. What you say? I said to us, it doesn't. Yeah. Right. This is the, this is the, the longest I've ever, this is the longest I've ever spoken about Kylie Jenner, just 
for the record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> right. But congrats to Kylie on becoming next year on track to becoming a billionaire. Congrats early on that. Like the issue, let's just be clear, the issue was never about that and her status. It was just about the term self made and whether she was self made or not. But other than that, right. um, congrats. It's a big look. I wonder, do you guys think if uh you can't think Kim is like jealous in a sense? A little bit. Uh, I don't think so. Kim was and is like the Kardashian. Like she, it was like Kim, and then it was like the rest of them fell under like the family tree in terms of like popularity and all of that. And then here comes Kylie with this um lip kit or cosmetic line, and then. Just bang, just like shattered the ceiling with cells, and now you're worth more than double of what Kim is worth, and gonna be a billionaire. Like, do you think there's some like jealousy in there a little bit, like on the low? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. I would hope not, because I feel like, you know, especially where she is in life right now. Mm-hmm. If anything, she, you know, I, I could see her being more happy for her than anything. Because at the end of the day, you got to yeah. think. Kim, Car- Kim Kardashian was like, you know, she, first of all, she said, even if she's worth, you said how much, like 200? 300 plus. So come on now. Like, you got to be okay with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got to be good with that. And then, right. on top of the fact that you're married to Kanye West. Right. Y'all have children together who are probably going to go on to like do it, it's not even it's that's going to be a different level. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I I don't see why she would have any reason to be jealous of her little, little sister. But, you know, it is 2018. Yeah. But uh, they're good in the, in the, in the long run. In the end. But let's move on to, uh, last but not least, Tank versus Tamar. This sounds so this like was, funny to me. I don't even. I've never heard of this. Actually. You even know, but it it is pretty entertaining, and we could relate in mm-hmm. some ways because we've done shows where we've worked with bands. And you know how it is when you're working with bands and how imperative it is for everybody to be there, even at the very least, show up. <laughs> um, mm. But also to just be, be good. It all kind of got to play in. So whatever. Long story short, Tamar had a show that she was doing. Uh, I forget where the show was. And the band didn't show up. For the show so Tamar posted on Instagram well my band didn't show up but the last minute show was cool thanks Philly and then she put the caption um, my band is fired tag the bestest because my tour got picked up today officially so a lot of people even some of the people that was in the band was 
in the comments, like going back and forth, trying to say like what happened, why they didn't show up, blah blah blah. Regardless of that, Tank ended up getting into the mix, and he said, "I have the band, and I'm not letting them go." On some real shit though, sis, don't attack these kids on social media. They never intentionally miss a gig. If someone in your camp is telling you something different, which I know they are, it's a lie. So Tamar goes back and says uh, that she has receipts. She said, here's what's funny, sir. Receipts don't lie. I was actually there. You were not. I didn't at anyone, attack anyone. You actually just did. I actually think they are nice and talented guys. However, it was unprofessional to miss my show. I posted in the first place because I felt that I owed the audience an explanation as to why they didn't get my regular theater show. I just simply said that I fired my band looking for a new one. Um, she said, I'm going to skip because she wrote a lot. But she said, but that's not your business. How about you protect, quote unquote, your own business, sugar? Worry about that, sweet tank. I don't know why you are coming at me, but in my opinion, this post was a bitch-ass move. But you like to have your ass ate. Ain't that what you said on here as well? Miss me with that BS, and God bless you. It's a blessing to be working. So, Tank um, responded again. He said, <laughs> he said the people... Um, the people who standing around and recording with their cell phones are the problem instead of intervening when something is wrong and happening. You just mind your business. I'm old school. If it's a stranger or family, if I see something that I know is not right or going down, I'm stepping in. I'm not fearful of evil and will not stand by and let bad intentions ride. Uh, he mentioned something about... I, didn't, I was looking for that part, but I don't know. I think it was deleted. But something about, and it's not verbatim, but something about don't get mad at me because no one wants to eat your nasty ass is what um, Tank said. So then Tamar had the last word and said, I've already won. That's what winners do. Let's not get into relationship status. I'm sure you, I, I'm sure you would like to be a husband. But how do you tell tour girlfriend about your wife? I have real receipts because it happened to me and not you. And guess what? It is what it is. I'm going to skip through because she wrote a lot. She said, you are completely out of order. Only a true queen would call a woman nasty. Shaking my head. Well, crazy. So, thoughts? Not really. <laughs> you know what it is? It's one of those things. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, that that that, that kind of thing. Real quick. That oh, man. It's a lot to she, she, she. It was a lot. It was a lot, and it's kind of like who you wonder, like who. Became disrespectful first or more, it, in a sense, like I don't well, know. But when he said, when he mentioned the fact that you know she didn't have to put these kids out there, I felt like mm-hmm. that was a little much to do. 
Because at the end of the day, if she's not saying no names, and she's not, you know, addressing anybody, acting anybody right. specifically, who's to know who she put out there? You know, right. they are they started commenting under her posts. That doesn't mean that she told them to comment. You know, yeah, certain things like that is the reason why you gotta just leave social media on social media. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. it's personal, deal with it personally. But I just felt like that's just, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have you know I wouldn't have, uh responded to that if I was him. Yeah. And it's true because she didn't say say any names or anything, but I think maybe he felt and just to play devil's advocate, maybe he felt that everybody knows who her band is, like because she's but that's came the on thing. and they probably seen shows, and you know these days with social media, especially everyone is known if they're affiliated and associated with someone like even down to like the bodyguard of certain people right they they have their own presence because they the fans become familiar um so maybe tank felt like even though she didn't ask them or name them like that everybody not everybody but you know a lot of people knew who who she was talking about or whatever but see like i said that's you know there's just certain things, there's certain ways to go about it. And especially as a man, really. Like, you know, and not, not to, you know, definitely not to, to, to speak negatively about Tank, but, mm-hmm. you know, I just feel like it's a certain thing, like, you know, you, you just don't even talk about certain things on social media, period. And then when somebody didn't mention somebody, you can't accuse them of that. But like I said, everybody's different. And he also mentioned in the response after she said the uh, what she said about him. <laughs> he was in that response. He said Tamar is a friend, so I didn't come for her. Like I said originally, I'm just protecting them because I know the truth. He said I'm not telling you people everything because you don't need to know all that. Just know a real man is in the building, hate it or love it. But even with that little blurb, <laughs> it didn't really resonate and mean anything because see, the and you know what the thing is being flung. This is the thing. I feel like this is the reason why there's certain uh, rules set in place on what when you're going to talk about certain things. Because I feel like if you're gonna put somebody out there for, for, for speaking on something, you should be ready to back up everything you're saying. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to put yourself in a position where now you don't have, you can't say the reason why you're calling somebody out. You know, if that's not what your intention is. And you weren't put in a position to do that. You volunteered to do this. So now it just looks yeah. extra crazy. Because now you're saying well, I can't put everything out there because of friends. Right, right, right. You know, but it's like you're already <laughs> you're already talking. And like you mentioned earlier, certain things you keep on social media, and if it's personal, it's personal. If they have a friendly relationship and they're friends, 
then I guess he could have, like, just hit her up on the DM side or something. Like, yo, sis, can you take that push down? Like, I don't, shouldn't be bashing them, blah, blah, blah. Versus, like, you know, sticking uh, stuff in the fire, so to say, by making it public. <clears throat> yeah, but a lot for me. That's the latest in celebrity beats. More and take, and it was a, some other stuff that was said and read about cheating stuff and all that. Like, niggas was really getting personal over there. A lot for me. Crazy, crazy. Good on that. But let's get into what blows. Do we need the music or can we just start? I mean, I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. We're, just, we're doing the intro. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Gucci. But yeah, let's get it. It's a part of the show. We say we get some bad skin works on nerves. Let's get that theme music. Pop. Nerves, what have you seen, bruh? Really? 646-716-8544. Or press 1 if you happen to be on the line already. <laughs> you need a new one. <laughs> um, Should I kick it off or should you? Um, The trick question. I got one. Oh, you got one? Get mine out there. Get get my little one out there. Okay. Okay. So, I told Colin, so when you ask people to no questions, and they answer with an answer that's not a yes or no, and then get mad when you ask them again the same question, expecting a yes or no answer. That blows Uh, me. One more time, because... At the beginning of it, you sounded muffled. So I'm sure people... Oh, sorry. Hear. I was saying, what blows mine is when you ask people a yes or no question, and they uh-huh. give you a roundabout answer, and they get mad when you ask the same question again, expecting a yes or no. <laughs> that blows mine. Right. That's, right. You know, like, that's, all, I, that's all I needed. Nah, I feel you. But yeah, that, that's my little... That's my one. <laughs> Damn, Julie missed you know, this too. Right? History. <laughs> you know what blows mine? And this is uh-huh. like part of like first world problems, I guess. So, you know where I live, right? And I live right mm-hmm. next to the water, right next to the beach. So, I got like a pretty good view. Two, two three actually, of the beach. Because I live on the 14th floor. So, they're doing construction. And I see every day I see this 
structure being built, and it started low, and then it's getting higher and higher. Like, literally, every day when I come home, I look. Like, how do y'all put a whole floor up in a day of a building? Like, so it's going up, 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 and I'm like, yo, they about to block my view of the water soon. (laughs) And it's going up, 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 and right now, let's see, one, two, probably like 12 stories or so right now and who knows how high this is going because they they still seem to be going up but it's like son what is this and like who permitted this why y'all blocking views <laughs> like y'all could have built somewhere else like it's crazy I still yeah, got they, the other they got view, you. but they got you. Like, they sold you on the view, and then you took it away. <laughs> What's crazy is I—I I don't know if it was a movie or if this happened in real life, where there was like a beef where, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Where like an architect or whatever was trying to, but not not architect, but someone was trying to build something and they would have taken up some some space and the people was not with it because it was going to block their views and that's how they were going to sell these condos or whatever they were and the people wasn't with it and this just reminded me of that like but I can't remember if it was a movie or what but I just know like I don't know how how they going but sheesh and how are y'all building a floor a day? Like, how sturdy is this, this structure? How you do a whole floor in a day? Like, it's crazy. They throwing these buildings up like Legos. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, Donald Trump is an office. <laughs> you can see it in the city, too. Like, they, they throw buildings up like nothing. I know I, I get it's like 2018, so we got different, like, technology and shit to help, but is it safe? But um, I think that's all I got. Uh, you have anything else? No, nah, no, nah, definitely not. One, one <laughs> day. Like, I, I am exhausted. <laughs> yeah, man. That took a lot. <laughs> <laughs> to really think about that? Uh, man, so, all right, last call for alcohol. Call us up. Press 1 if you happen to be on the line already. Let me see if we got any more responses for the question today. In the meantime, in between time, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends Radio, or Instagram, Hollywood and Friends. Vanilla, where you at? When you on, where you at? When you on social media. Vanilla Music. Find me everywhere at the V-E-N-O-R-M-U-S-I-C. I feel like you don't even have time to be on Instagram these I days. I damn sure either. don't. Like, damn sure when don't. was the last time you posted? <laughs> you know what it is? Like, man, I feel like, here's the thing. I be wanting to post, but I feel like I just don't want to. I'm, I'm worried about putting the boys up there. That's the only thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I, you know, I, I don't really, um, I'm not really into responding to everybody's comment. I don't want to just like 
post them and everybody's mm-hmm. oh they're so cute and I'm like I can't get yeah. back to everybody and people think I'm on some Hollywood shit one yeah and then two I'm not even really into like the whole this era is different like they taking pictures of babies and making memes left and right so mm-hmm. I'm good you don't want your baby to be a meme yeah I'm cool <laughs> I'd rather people see them when they see them you know it makes right. it more meaningful Right. For now, at least, you know it might change. Yeah, yeah. But I'm actually just enjoying the, the, you know, the privacy it happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it, and like you said, yeah. it makes it more meaningful. Makes it more. Uh, so when they do see them, it's like, oh snap! Right, right. But it's like everything, yeah. everything going on with me right now is pretty much involved in my boys so I, it's difficult for me to even post anything true I'm still here though I'm still, I'm still alive <laughs> for y'all right <laughs> right making it do what it do um follow me on Instagram at, Inst- um, at I am Hollywood on Instagram Facebook Twitter all that uh follow our producer Stacy at Hampton Blue and at Hampton Blue Network B-L-U is how you spell blue so that's it, right? Yep, we got. Thanks for tuning in. We out. Deuces. Hallelujah.